Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. My friends, and welcome to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and today we're going to be having a conversation about how to get better at anything, how to be good at anything, because I really believe that most of us look at successful people in lots of different niches and fields, and we think they were just born with that. They've got natural talent. It just comes naturally to them. They don't have to work hard for it, when that really could not be further from the truth, because the truth is the way that we get good at anything is their practice. I wish I could give you a much more glamorous, easy answer, but it really does come down to practice. And I know for me personally, like having written over 20 books and published over 500 articles, the only way that I got good at writing is their practice. And the same when it comes to my podcast, I've got over 200 episodes now. And how do I find it so much easier to be on the microphone now and just talk and talk and talk? It's their practice. I've put in the hours. I haven't been afraid to fail. I sometimes go back and listen to those early episodes of mine and I still cringe. Like the content is fantastic, but I got better via time and effort and just never giving up by showing up every day and being prepared to work a little harder and learn. So really it is as simple as practice. But in this episode, I want to go a little deeper and actually show you what this practice looks like. So when you use the example of me having written over 20 books, I can write a new book in definitely less than a month. I have actually a course called how to write a nonfiction book in 30 days because I think it's totally possible. But I have to be honest, like in the beginning, it took me a lot longer because I did not have those strategies in place and I did not have the necessary skills. So I want to have a conversation about this article that I found. It is no longer published on my website. It's an old blog post that I wrote, which is all about how I wrote 20 books. And it talks a little bit about my journey to becoming a better writer. So I want to share it here with you. So what I wrote was, because most people struggle to write one book, I am often asked how I managed to complete and publish 20 books on a diverse variety of subjects. And the answer is simply three short words sheer hard work. But for those who are interested in knowing my specific strategies in achieving this accomplishment, here is a detailed history of my writing career. So consider this to be some simple writing advice and tips from me straight from the heart. So I have to confess, my first book took me 10 years to write. I call it the I have no idea what I am doing days. From an early age, I knew that I wanted to write, but it wasn't until I was at uni that I first even dared to think about taking on this scary task. And I know that my computer back then, it was an Apple, I think it weighed like 50 kilos up monitor. I started this book with no vision, no concrete ideas, no direction, and hence the reason it took me forever to complete. And in the early years, even I have to admit that I had no idea what I was doing, and there was a good chance that this book was never going to be an instant bestseller. Now, back then, I was writing it with this intention to enter into this Australian Vogel Literary Competition. It was a competition that was open to Australian writers. You had to be 35 years or under, and it had a grand prize of $20,000. And secretly, I held onto this thin veil of hope that I would win. Like I would be thinking, maybe, maybe this is going to be the year that I win. Maybe it's going to catch a publisher's eye. But did it ever win throughout the 10 years that I spent working on it and sending it in and revising it? Nope, it never did. And this book that I ended up working on for 10 years was my firstborn, much loved, much treasured secret baby. I kept it in my vault of unpublished works for so long. It was a part of me wanted just to keep it in mind forever because it felt so personal, raw and real. And that is how it stayed. My first work stayed hidden. Then by this point, I was 28 and I entered a new stage of my writing career because after taking absolutely forever to get my first book written, 
I knew that something drastically needed to change. So I came up with this fantastic plan. My goal was to write these chick lit novels. Yes, that's what I was doing of a hundred thousand words. I wanted to write 20,000 words per month times five. That would equal a hundred. And then I had an extra month just to revise. And I wanted to do it within six months. And I set to work and I stuck to my plan because I made a solemn vow to absolutely never, ever, ever go to bed without writing something, working on my book, no matter how crazy my workday was because back then I was still working at this advertising agency and I was running a life coaching business but I made a decision to do whatever I had to do in order to make it happen whether it meant staying up late waking up early scribbling notes throughout the day whatever whatever it took and during this writing phase I discovered that just by writing every single day like lots of practice I could tap into this weird inner reservoir of material the words just started to flow out of me without little effort or pain I used to struggle so much in that with that first book that took me 10 years I would often start the day having no idea what I was going to write. The moment I sat down by that computer, the ideas would just pour out of me. And I worked like a machine for five straight months, rain, hell or shine, I would write. And I kept at it until finally I finished a book. I'd finished a book in six months and I did it three times in a row. So that's how I finished three big novels in 18 months. And then after that, I became a mum. So when I became a mum, I definitely entered the baby brain years. That's what I was calling it. I took a little hiatus from writing after I gave birth to my two children. Honestly, writing was the furthest thing from my mind. At that point, I was just praying for a night of unbroken sleep. And as Maslow so wisely said, primary needs and survival needs come first. But then I got an idea for a book and then another. And the only time that I honestly felt like I had to write was when the kids went to bed. And I think they went to bed at seven and I would crash at eight. So it's like one hour a day I had to write. And I spent so many years just treasuring that one hour But then I entered what I call the lost years because I sort of forgot that I was even a writer. Like I had written a few books and they sat ignored in some dark corner without any attention or care. My days were filled with just kid stuff, mother's groups. But then I ended up getting another idea for a book. It was my what to do when he's a keeper, but you feel like throwing him away. That took way too long to write because by now, like I was officially a procrastinator, lost in the sea of school activities and other obligations. I wanted to write, but I didn't make it a priority. And because I didn't make it a priority, it rarely happened. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. And I remember keeping a writing journal back at that time just to track my progress. And seriously, like you wouldn't believe the sort of excuses that I came up with why I couldn't write. In a nutshell, I was way too busy doing other more important stuff. Okay. Inverted commas, not really important. But I sort of lost sight of the fact that writing was my dream and I wasn't doing the things that were aligned with my greater dream or desire to be a writer. But something clicked for me at age 40. So remember, I started writing my first book at 18 and it wasn't until age 40 that I had 
the click. So when I was young, I dreamed that I would be a famous writer by the time I was 30 and I was 40 and it still hadn't happened. And something definitely shifted for me at that point when I did turn 40, because the truth is I realized I wasn't writing for money. I was writing because it was something in me that I absolutely loved and needed to do. Because being a writer is honestly both a curse and a blessing. Like it's not some fancy dress that you can strip off and throw away when you are bored wearing it. Instead, this gift of mine is like a second skin. It stuck to me and it's an integral part of my identity. And the truth was, if I was like honest with myself, I was in love with the power and elegance of the word. Like words have power. And so I knew that I couldn't neglect this dream of mine any longer. I was turning 40 that year and it was time to do something that I felt like I'd been destined to do my whole life and I'd ignored it for so long. So what was I waiting for? And seriously, how hard could it be to write? All I need to do was pick up a paper and a pen and get to work. And that is what happened. Like my mind shifted gears and I suddenly went to work. So in that next year, I actually wrote, I think eight to 10 books, but let me explain to you how this came to be. So just before I turned 40, I attended, I think it was an Anthony Robbins type seminar. It actually had uh, Richard Branson and I got scared into action when I listened to those speakers talk about how life was just so short and impermanent. And it gave me the big bad reality check that I so desperately needed. Like whenever the speakers would ask questions like, what do you want most in life? My answer was always to be a successful writer. Like the light bulb went off to be a writer. All I needed to do was write. And for the first time, I truly acknowledged that my greatest fear was not writing the books that I had dwelling inside of me. And that year, I just made sure to make every moment count. I prioritized my time so that my writing came first and my leisure activities came second and made it a priority. And even though I was still working, I would wake up every morning at five and write for two hours. And then I write for another two hours every night when they went to bed. I learned the skills through practice. I learned the skills to write really quickly and effectively. I learned how to research topics well. And more importantly, I was really crystal clear on what I wanted to achieve with each book. Writing nonfiction books became my passion and I worked towards completing books of around 30,000 words and I would get it done in a month. Now I have to admit, I never planned to write eight books or 10 books or whatever I did in that one year. I look at those hard copies and I'm just in awe of this achievement, but I pushed myself to the ultimate limit where I lived and breathed writing. I was living my dreams where I was constantly setting these lofty goals and managing to achieve each one because they were in the forefront of my mind. And I honestly don't know how I survived that crazy, manic, sleepless period of my life, but felt so good. Like there were so days when my head felt like exploding and other days where I felt like writing was like getting blood from a stone, but I kept it up and I still had a life outside of writing. I worked, I traveled, I spent time with my family and friends. I remember my son had a major hospital stay that had him out of school for five weeks and I would still write by his bedside. And if you were to ask me now if I could replicate that accomplishment, probably not. I can't even begin to describe the courage, effort, commitment, and sheer hard work that it took to write full speed for one entire year. I felt like I was possessed by a relentless writing demon that refused to let me sleep until my work was done. And I don't share my story to make you feel like you have to do the same, but just instead to show you what is possible when your mind wants something so, so, so bad. The real purpose of sharing this information with you is to show you that anything is possible when you put your mind to work. It's not achieved by wishful thinking. Like I didn't become a good writer by dreaming about it or thinking about it. I did it by putting pen to paper day after day after day until the job was done. And of course, for me, writing those 20 books was only the beginning of my story. Like I ended up launching my first website, Inspiring Mom Life, which had over a million page views in its first year of launching. I also started dreaming my friend, both the website and the podcast, I ended up creating over 40 courses 
But all of the results that you see now are only possible because of the hard work that I did in those early years. That's where the seed was planted. That's when I was doing all the hard work, the practice. And I know that often we look at people and we think, oh, they're just an overnight success. But rarely is the case. They put in the hours, they put in the work, they put in the practice that you might not be aware of, but it nonetheless exists. And I know I want you to apply this info to your own life, to any area that you are hoping to get better at. You are only going to get better by practicing more. Like seriously, if you're going to ask yourself, you know, why am I not that good? Because you haven't practiced enough. You keep on having to practice and do it and do it until you get the results you want. You keep on going until you are at the level that you are hoping to be. And if you're not there yet, okay, that's okay. Maybe it's just going to take you longer than you're expecting, but you keep on practicing until you get the results you want in life. So that is it for today's episode. I'm so glad that I got to take that trip in time with you to show you that the only way that I became a great writer is by getting over the mind drama and simply getting to work by practicing. And so that's it, my friend, for today's episode. I love and appreciate you all. I can't wait to catch you on the next one. And until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.